Hey everyone, I'm Jen Garrett and welcome to the Move the Ball podcast. On this podcast, we are going to talk about how to succeed in business and in life by putting winning strategies into practice to help you advance faster. So if you're looking to move forward and reach that next level of greatness, then you are in the right place. Now get ready. Let's suit up, show up, and move the ball. Hey, everyone. Jen Garrett here. It's so great to be back with you on another episode of Move the Ball. This episode is part of my special Path to the Draft series, where I am having conversations with NFL draft prospects on their path to the draft. So today, inside the huddle with us and ready to share his story and talk about his path to the draft is Josh Metellus. Josh played safety at the University of Michigan, where he started in all 13 games. During his four-year career, he totaled 187 tackles, nine for a loss, a sack, five interceptions, and 21 pass breakups. This past season, Josh was named co-defensive player of the game for his performance at Maryland. And Josh led the team with 11 tackles against Alabama, my alma mater, in the Citrus Bowl. Josh, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks, Jen. Thanks for having me. Well, I appreciate you being here with me today. Now, you know, as I was thinking about this conversation, there were so many places that I could start us off. But where I want to take us is let's talk about, you know, you had a great final year at Michigan. And then January 1st, you played in the Citrus Bowl. And then later that month, you play on the North team in the Reese's Senior Bowl. So talk to us for a second about what was it like to play in the Senior Bowl? It's your last actual college football game. Talk to us about that experience. That whole week was fun. I was looking forward to it, you know, the whole season. After I found out I was invited, and I knew I would be playing against, you know, guys who are the best of the best at their position, you know. And, you know, I just took with a, a smile, you know. I walked in there the first day. It just felt right. It felt good, you know, and I just was ready to compete and just show what I was capable of. And then, you know, we happened to win the game. And now you also participated in the Combine. And so let's talk about, what was it like? You get the invitation, you're in Indy. What was that experience like for you? Oh, it was, it was a dream come true. Growing up playing football my whole life, I always wanted to go to the combine. I watched it on TV all the time, you know, and it was always one of my dreams. So, you know, being there just felt unreal. But, you know, I knew I worked as hard as I could to get there. You know, I just wanted to make sure I took that time and used it right. And so as you were getting ready to go into the combine, share with us, what was your daily routine like? What were you doing to stay locked in, stay focused, and ready to be able to perform at your best when you got there? Yeah, so I was uh, training in uh, Phoenix, at Exos. Basically, we'll work out like four times a day. They'll have you on a strict diet plan. And, you know, basically, it's just you against, it's you against yourself. You know, you go every day working on things you're going to do at the combine, you know, mentally and physically. So it's basically training yourself, you know, to stay locked in for two months, you know. So for me, it was um, one of the harder things, but I knew it was for a good reason. It worked out in a a good way. So let's fast forward and it's March 1st. So now it's time for you to perform, right? What's going through your mind when you wake up and how are you able to stay locked in throughout the day? I just took it as like, you know, opportunity to get better, opportunity to just, you know, show what, you know, I've been doing, you know, however long I've been playing football for, you know, it was just one of the, I took like it was a football game. It was a Saturday. I just had to do what I was capable of doing, do what I know I can do, and it was going to end up good. And now Combine is a busy week. For those that aren't familiar, there, there's a lot going on. It's not mm-hmm. just the drills that day. You're meeting with GMs, coaches, teams, scouts. You've got media interviews. What was the biggest takeaway from that experience that week for you? And share with us something fun that you, you got to do while you were there. 
for one. Uh, the Senior Bowl, I feel like the Senior Bowl helped me a lot going into the combine because, you know, we did know the combine was going to be busy. We were there for around, I think, six days doing things from early morning to late at night. The Senior Bowl really helped with that because, you know, I got a taste for it. So, so you know, I, I say the funnest part about the whole thing was that, you know, you just got to meet new people and, you know, connect with them for a whole week about their whole college career. You know, you telling them about your whole college career. I just felt like that was fun. Sure. Is there anyone in particular that you really enjoyed to connect with while you were there? Pretty much all the safeties. Uh, we were all together every day. So I pretty much got to know all of them. And that's one thing I really like about the Combine, too. I mean, I, I go every year and, you know, you guys are competing, right, and trying to perform and showcase your best talents. But at the same time, you're also there to support each other and, and mm -hmm. help each other be better. So it's not just about you. It's about also that team support. Yeah. So now I understand that your mom, Jennifer, is your biggest fan. So tell us what would being drafted into the NFL mean for her? I don't mean the world to her. She's been my biggest motivator, my biggest fan since I could remember. And no matter what sport it was, no matter what it was, that it could have been for school, you know, anything. You know, she's always been right there for me. You know, me getting to live out my dream and get drafted to the NFL would just mean the world to her because she know I would be happy in what I'm doing. It would be a great moment for me, so, you know, it will be one for her too. Sure, and as a mom myself, we all want our children to fulfill their dreams. So I know this is a big thing for her. And so one of the other things that I want to ask you about, which I know has significant meaning for you and has played a huge factor, is you have this saying, no excuses, it's your Instagram handle, Twitter handle. What do these two words mean to you? Those two words, you know, some of my mom reiterated to me growing up, basically, if I'm choosing to do something, there should be no excuses for getting it done. Because, you know, I want to do it. It's acts of me. I knew what I was getting myself into. So it was just one of those things, you know, I just stuck with as motivation. When I'm going through tough times or if I'm going through something, you know, I really don't want to do, I just tell myself no excuses. You know, my mom never made no excuses, so I shouldn't be able to make none either. I love that because we all have tough times that we go through in our lives and the people that are successful are the ones that knuckle down and don't allow any excuses to deter them from where they need to go. So it's a short phrase, two words, but it's just very, very powerful if you really embrace it. It is. So let's step back a little bit. You know, you said you've been playing football your whole life. Like, how did you get into football? What was your path? Uh, so growing up, I ran track. Um, you know, I tried other sports, but, you know, track was really my main sport. Around, like, when I was 9, 10 years old, my brother on my dad's side was playing football. And, you know, he really wanted to see me more. So, you know, he convinced my mom to let me play football the same park he was playing at, you know. So I was thinking, you know, I'll play football while, while track isn't in season and then just wait for track season. And then the first minute I stepped on the football field, I fell in love with it. And it's been my main sport ever since. And what position did you play at that young age? Was it safety or something else? No, my first position was tight end. I played offense mostly growing up. I didn't play defense for real until uh, sophomore year of high school. That was my first time playing safety. Okay. And how was that transition being on the other side of the ball? It was good for me because once I started playing safety, I started thinking to myself, like, I'd rather hit somebody than be the one getting hit. You know, so it was just one of those things. I was like, I like it better than getting hit every play or every time I touch the ball, I'd rather just hit the person who got the ball. So, you know, that's how I just, you know, took the transition. was like, I, I'd rather do this anyways. Sure, that's a great way to look at it. Now, what excites you the most about the game? Probably say just the, the fact that you're playing with a whole bunch of other people, you know, it's, 
your individual self, but you got 10 other people you got to be basically in unison with. And that just excites me because, you know, it takes a lot of game planning. It takes a lot of practice. It takes a lot of people to buy in to get that on a, a very high level. Absolutely. Now, you have great athletic ability. You've got versatility. But what else separates you from the other safeties, the other football players out there? How are you different? I think my football IQ is at the top when it comes to that. You know, I feel like I'm one of the smarter players in this draft class. I feel like that's going to really allow me to excel faster, you know, than most of the other people in my position. I mean, it's going to allow me, you know, to pick up on things and, you know, be able to play in different spots. What things did you learn at Michigan that really helped you that you think will prepare you for this next level in the NFL? I feel like, you know, at Michigan, we played a lot of men, and I feel like, you know, that really prepared me for the next level because, you know, at some point in time, you know, I might have to play man. I feel like me playing it for so long at Michigan, you know, it really helped me at the next level. Sure. And now you played under Jim Harbaugh, Down Brown. Did they or any of the other coaching staff say anything to you that was really impactful, some piece of advice that's always stuck with you and that you think will be important as you continue on? Yeah, my position coach, you know, he always used to tell me that being consistent is how you become a great football player. That just stuck with me. You know, I always try to be consistent now. That's one of the things, you know, that really pushed me throughout my last two years at uh, Michigan. You know, I felt like that was really something that, you know, I could buy into and something that could really benefit me in the long run. Well, I think that's important because whether you're playing football or just off the field in a normal career, a normal job, that consistency is absolutely Mm -hmm. critical. Or just any goal that you have, you've got to be consistent if you want to achieve it. So I think that's a great piece of advice. So share with us, what was your most memorable game at Michigan and why? My most memorable game probably had to be my first one. It was just the feeling I felt when I walked out the tunnel and, you know, I heard 110,000 people screaming and they were all just staring down at us. You know, I ran out and I jumped and touched the banner. You know, I knew I never would forget. And I was just grateful, you know, that I was was in that position because I knew it was millions of other people who wanted to be in this position. You know, I feel like that was just, you know, one of the most memorable things. Sure. And playing at the big house is an experience for sure. I mean, you've got over 110,000 people there. The energy in the stadium is amazing. And so it's definitely something for those that are listening. If you've never been to the big house, it's something you definitely got to do. A hundred percent. So share with us, are there any other lessons that you learn from playing college football that you think are really going to help to grow you as a person? Things that will help to ensure your success, not only in playing in the NFL, but also in your success beyond the game? Oh, yeah, 100%. I feel like playing college football, any athlete at any level, time management skills have to be on point. I feel like, I mean, so much things are so demanding when you're a college football player, you know that. You're going to have to find time to do everything, and you have to get it done no matter what. So, you know, I feel like that just really helped me. You know, and I had to learn it right away. You know, it wasn't no time to just sit back and just hope I'll get it next time. You know, it's going to have to learn on the spot because everybody was asking a lot, and I had to get it done a certain amount of time, you know, especially with school and football. So, you know, I just felt like that that's a big part of growing up, and, you know, I just got it done with football. Absolutely. Time management is another skill, just like consistency, that that you're going to need those no matter where you go in life. So I appreciate you sharing that. Now what I want to do is I want to ask you a couple of fun questions to end the show. So share with us, what's your favorite food? My favorite food would have to be pizza. I just feel like pizza has a lot of uh, versatility and, you know, it always tastes good. Well, a couple questions about that. Do you like thin crust or thick crust, deep dish or thin? 
thick. I like mine crust thick. Okay. And then do you have any favorite toppings? Meat lovers, feast, anything that's, that comes on that I like. Okay. And how about what is your favorite football movie? My favorite football movie? Probably remember the Titans, I have to say. That's a classic movie. And how about favorite professional sports team? It doesn't have to be football. I'll probably say the Golden State Warriors. I'm a big Steph Curry fan, so... Steph Curry, is, he's one of those great players on the court yeah. as well as off the court. Great person. Yeah, I'm a big Steph Curry fan. And then lastly, if you could be any superhero, who would it be and why? I'll be the Flash, for one, because... You know, I always grew up, you know, just loving the Flash. You know, I just thought it was so cool that he ran that fast. And so, you know, I just always, growing up, was like, oh, he's my favorite superhero. Okay, great answer. Now, lastly, tell us, how can people follow you? What social channels are you on? Let us know. I'm on Instagram and Twitter. Instagram and Twitter is the same thing. No excuses, underscore 23. Great. And we'll be sure to put those in the show notes so you guys can follow Josh on his journey to the draft as well as beyond. Josh, thank you so much for being on the show today. Really appreciate you. Thank you, Jen. And I wish you much success in the draft and in this next chapter. And thanks to everyone for listening to today's episode. And we will catch you next time. Until then, make sure that you suit up, you show up, and you move the ball. Thank you for listening to Move the Ball. To see more about what I'm up to and how I can help you to move the ball, check out my website at www.jenniferagarrett.com. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. And also join the Move the Ball Facebook group for even more content and to be a part of the Move the Ball movement.